Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Welcome to Going Over Fat Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Vintown. This is the Scotsman. Scotsman, how you doing? I'm doing awesome, buddy. Looking forward to NXT TakeOver this weekend. Regardless of the matches on it, you know, it's always going to be a good show. TakeOver, always awesome. Yeah, TakeOver in your house. Uh, how many WWE recruits are going to be forced to stand for the whole 10 hours of the show? None. They're too good to come watch this outlaw mud show crap. <laughs> well, we... Uh... Our last time here was AEW Double or Nothing. That was a great show. Stadium Stampede. What a event. Um, but let's just get right into this show. Yeah, there's five matches with odds. There's other matches that currently don't have betting odds, but we won't cover them. And 888 Sport is currently the only place you can bet on this show. Bet Online has no odds yet. Yeah, you can head to our website, betwrestlingpodcast.com, to find the odds. Uh, typically, what's happened with our podcast is we've released the episode, and then other sports books put up the odds. That happened to us last time with Bet Online put up the odds. Um, I would not be surprised to see that happen again here. It's almost like they're listening to us and paying attention and setting the lines based on what the two experts in wrestling betting odds talk about. Exactly. Uh, so... NXT takeover in your house. Before we get into it, any in your house memories from your childhood? I remember back in the day, I lived in Scotland and I would travel to Canada every summer and to visit my dad. And that was the only time I could watch wrestling because we didn't have, I was too poor to have like satellite and stuff over there. So I'd basically have to like uh, condense a year's worth of wrestling into two months in Canada. And going to the video store and renting all those old in your house VHS tapes was the highlight of my summer because I was that cool. But yeah, it was. I was so glad when they had in your house because previously, you know, it was only four pay per views a year. And it was a big part of my childhood growing up. So I have very fond memories and I can't wait for them to completely destroy these memories with this show. Okay, speaking of destroying childhood memories, let's talk about Adam Cole taking on Velveteen Dream. Uh, Adam Cole is a minus 190 favorite. He is the NXT champion. He defends against Velveteen Dream here, plus 115. This is, uh, doesn't this take place in like a parking lot or something like that? It is. It's called a backlot brawl. And the rumor is it's going to be one of those cinematic matches that have, it's quite funny actually, I was reading the, internet talk about it today in research for this and people are already like you know i'm so sick of these cinematic matches there's been too many there's been like four or five you know if you count you can't even count stadium stampede really because that commentators most of them are without but if this is one the internet's already turned against it which is funny when you consider the reaction to undertaker versus aj styles the internet turns fast on things that is definitely true, uh, and they also forget quick, which that brings me to Velveteen Dream. Uh, he's plus 115 here. That's not... You'd think the odds would be a little bit more out there on this. Cole has been champion forever, probably the most dominant champion in NXT history, and uh, I don't know if Velveteen Dream's the guy to beat him, but these odds kind of give that give that uh, appearance that that's going to happen. 
It's almost like the sports books are being worked because they have that stipulation. If Velveteen Dream doesn't win, he cannot face for the title again while Adam Cole is champion. I don't think anyone in this spot has ever actually won the match. Just like we saw with um, Cody in AEW. Whenever someone is a champion and they have the stipulation, I don't think they've actually ever won. It's something that tries to add intrigue, but I don't know. Velveteen Dream, he has no chance of winning. Yeah, I... I agree. Uh, I think I'm going to go two, two units on Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole has no business losing this title as long as he's in NXT. Um, I wouldn't even be mad if he did the Charlotte Flair deal where he just leaves as champion, and that's that. That's how good Adam Cole has been with this title. Uh, one thing I will say, though, is there are rumors that Adam Cole's contract is nearly up. You know, could could we see a title change based on that? Well, I believe it's not until the summer that his contract's up, but I also believe... Bro, it's June. Is it June? Oh, it's already June right now. Holy crap, where does the time go? It's almost like there's been something going on in the world that's kind of made me lose track of time the past few months. Well, that is something that... I mean, WWE are just going to throw lots and lots of money at him, and at the very worst, they'll try and hold off until the SummerSlam weekend for him to lose the title if he is going to leave. I just... I wouldn't factor that in here. I can't see Velveteen being the one. I mean, he's got his, shall we say, issues right now. But, uh, you know, it's because kind of swept under the rug. But he's not someone they're going to put a title on, regardless of what's going on in the real world right now. And I would do three units on Adam Cole, baby. He's probably going to lose the title soon, but this, is, this ain't it. Okay, so we're both in agreement there. Adam Cole, baby. Um, up next, we have Carrion Killer Cross. Hey, wait a minute. those That's a weird initials. Um, taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Cross is minus 750 and Ciampa is plus 400. I think it'd be a huge mistake for Cross to lose at this point. And uh, these odds reflect that. I don't really feel like saying his full name, so I'm just going to use the acronym instead. I think KKK is going over here. <laughs> KKK for the win all the day, all day long, and at minus 750 odds, cross is not bettable. Don't bet on KKK here, people. It's not worth it. Yeah, do not. You know, you got to be against, got to be anti-FA. So we also have or anti-cha, as in champa. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> so we also have uh, Finn Balor, the demon, not the demon, just Finn, regular Finn Balor, taking on the Damian Priest, the Archer of Infamy. Finn Balor is minus five hundred, a big favorite, but Priest at plus three hundred. That's kind of appealing to me. What do you think? This is one where, when I saw the match announced, I thought, whoever the underdog is, I'll probably bet it. And that's what I'm going with here. I think Finn Balor will win. I mean, he's probably got to get retribution for the attack on him and probably get a queen victory or some sort of victory. So he will probably win. However, I see enough reasons for Priest to win. This reminds me a bit of the booking of John Cena uh, against people like Kevin Owens and so on, where he would lose to them in the first match in a shock but then he would come back and win 
twice. Uh, he did that against Bray Wyatt as well, your favourite wrestler. So I actually think Priest has a chance here. It's not a huge chance, but the odds make it worth it for me. To me, it's a coin flip. The odds are a lot better than that. So I will do one unit on Damien Priest. Yeah, I've seen some writing online that Finn Balor, you know, he's supposed to feud with Walter from NXT UK. That was a direction they were heading. Well, Walter's in Europe, and I don't see him making it here for a long time because of everything that's going on in the world. So you can just throw that out the window, and NXT's got to do with what they have, and they really need to start building some new people, and I think that's Damian Priest. I think he needs a win here. He's lost to Keith Lee. Uh, I think he lost to Cross as well. Um, I think that was who. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's coming off a couple big high-profile losses. He needs a win, and there's no bigger high-profile win than Finn Balor in NXT right now. So I would go a unit on Damian Priest as well. Yeah, Finn Balor is one of those guys where he can easily take the loss, I think. He hasn't lost much, really, so it's like... He's one of those guys, just based on his ability alone, he can lose and it's not a problem. This would be a great opportunity to help build a star. So in saying that, he'll probably lose. But yeah, Damian Priest, let's go for him. Okay, we also have the NXT North American Championship match. Uh, Johnny Gargano, minus 160, taking on Keith Lee at plus 115. Um, The theme I'm seeing on the show is, hey, Ciampa... Gargano, they have dominated NXT for far too long. And it's time for some new blood. You know, just like the In Your House era had the new generation. I think that's what we're going to see today. I think Keith Lee plus 115 is a great bet. I hope so. This is a, one of those shows where it really looks like the heels are all favored to win at almost every spot. So hopefully here, Keith Lee wins and retains the North American Championship. Gargano, I mean, he's been great as a heel. He's been fantastic in this role lately, and I can see why they would give him the title. But, and you know what, it will piss a lot of people off, so I could also see that too. However, with everything going on in the real world right now, the way, this is the way wrestling is. Like, when the coronavirus hit WrestleMania, the booking changed to let's put the faces over as much as possible. You've got the stuff going on right now in America. They're going to want to put a black guy over, and it's probably not going to be Velveteen Dream. So, you know, and that's not me trying to, you know, make say something crazy or something. It's just straight up, that's the way wrestling usually is. They go with things like that. They will change their booking based on real-world situations such as that. So, yeah, I think Keith Lee has to win here. I cannot see him losing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Keith Lee should be losing to Johnny Gargano anyway. He's about three times his size. He could hold Johnny Gargano in one hand like a little baby and rock him goodnight. And that's what he's going to do here. Keith Lee, this is probably my better than night. I'm going to go three units on Keith Lee. I will go two units on Keith Lee winning here. Okay, I left this match for last because I think it should be the main event. It's been a long-ass time since NXT's had a women's main event. I think this could be the best match on the show if they let it. Uh, it's the NXT Women's Championship. Charlotte minus 155 taking on Rhea Ripley at plus 200 and Io Shirai at plus 325. What do you think about this one? 
the question is, does the Charlotte Flair rule apply here? I usually, <clears throat> I usually will bet her blindly, no matter what, depending on the odds, of course, because WWE loves to have her win. So will she win here? If you'd asked me this a week ago, I would have said no, because <clears throat> the internet had turned against Charlotte, and big time, because, you know, that's what they do. And I, you know, people talk about how the Charlotte experiment is a failure, but then if you look at last week's quarter hour ratings... NXT only beat AEW Dynamite in one segment, and that was the segment involving Charlotte. So I think she's a success. I don't think she will lose simply because of that. I mean, yes, I could see Rhea Ripley deserves a win. It adds storyline. There's a lot more heels than there is faces. So, you know, that all checks all the boxes. But Charlotte Flair, real baby. I'm going to take two units on Charlotte. Primarily due to the quarter hour ratings, she is a success for NXT, and I think it's with her with the title around her waist, and that's how it goes. And if you disagree with that, just ask Asuka at WrestleMania 34, I think it was, and how that went for her. Well, I have to disagree with you. You mentioned with our last tip that you have to go, you have to consider what's going on in the world, right? Well, um, you know, Io Shirai was close friends with Hana Kimura, a terrible story. And we saw AEW do it where, you know, she got the win for her friend. or She got the win. You know, they kind of played up that aspect prior to the match. And I can really see that happening here as well. I mean, I think it's a good decision. Io Shirai is probably the best wrestler on the women's roster today. Uh, so they should be going with her, and they probably should have went with her a long time ago. But uh, I think she should win here. I think the problem is the sad death of Hannah Kimura was a week ago. Think about everything that's happened in that week. It feels like it was a year ago, you know? Um, at least AEW, with the booking Shida to win the title, that was the night after. The world has kind of moved on in that regard to where I, I unfortunately wouldn't consider that in my betting. I do understand what you mean, but I just think, no, it's past. Now, plus, did WWE even acknowledge it? I don't think so. Um, they did on NXT during Io Shirai's entrance where she paid tribute to her with, um, you know, her outfit. Um, but I, I agree. I know what you're saying, and... I don't think you're trying to be negative or anything like that, but like it, it to the world, it's a week ago, but to Io Shirai, it's still very fresh. And I don't know. I just think she should win here. And I think it's time. So I'm just going to go, maybe a sentimental pick on my part, but I'm just going to go one unit on Io. Well, it would be nice if they do that. Like when AEW had Shida um, last week, you know, at first I was like, oh, they're going to give her the title. This is feels a bit tacky. But then as I watched the match, I got really into it. And at the end, I'm like cheating on her to win. And it's primarily due to what had happened. So in that regard, yeah, I, won't, I will be betting Charlotte two units, but I will not be cheating her on. I'm hoping that you are correct on this one. As it is, we'll probably both be wrong and Rhea Ripley will win. But that's the way it is. Yeah, that's betting on WWE for you. You never know when a guy will be fired and then wrestle on NXT and then get his job back and say it's because he worked harder than other people who got fired 
including a guy who got over with a YouTube show and made a name for himself. I mean, I don't know. Just me. That's well, just- I, break, I breaking news. Sorry, Vince, to interrupt, but we just got the Wednesday night was ratings in, and shocker, AW won again. Wow, seven thirty k to seven fifteen k. So it was actually a little bit closer this week. Well, that's an encouraging number for people watching the show this week. So there's definitely some interest here. Um, you know, NXT. I got my complaints about them, but what they do usually put on a pretty good show. And I, there's a lot of opportunity here, so this should be a good one. So if you want to bet on it, check out our website. BetWrestlingPodcast.com Yeah, and you can actually bet on the Wednesday Night Wars too. I think I should mention that. This week, if you had bet NXT over, you would have made a crap load of money because the over-under was 580k and AEW was 730,000. So, that was pretty much right on the money. Actually, that was exact. That would be a push. I think that would be the first time there's been a push in the history of the betting. Interesting. Yeah, I have been posting Wednesday Night Wars wrestling show betting tips at sportsbettingtips.org every Wednesday. Usually AEW and NXT, there's good odds on both shows. Last week I tried to post SmackDown odds, and instead they just ran some stupid angle where Jeff Hardy got a DUI, and my bets just got pushed. You know, it's like these wrestling companies need to give us what they advertise so that we can bet on it. You know, these sports books aren't going to put up the odds if you bull- if you pull shit like that. You know, it's not worth their time. Yeah, it's getting really frustrating. I've seen that quite a few times now. It's That, that shit doesn't happen in regular sports, so they got to figure that out. I mean, but hey, the card's subject to change. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we know what that means, but I'm not sure that WWE always knows what that means. But all these matches are unlikely to change between now and Sunday, and these betting odds might change, so you should get your money in now before Keith Lee switches to a negative 300 underdog because anyone with a brain knows that Keith Lee should win this weekend. So that's it for the podcast. Uh, You got anything else for us, Scotsman? I don't. Okay. Once again... (laughs) BetWrestlingPodcast.com. You can find the links. You can find bonus codes. You can find everything you need to bet on pro wrestling. I'm Vintown. This is the Scotsman. Good night. Nope. 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 I think that's a good ending. Yeah. Well, I'm leaving the rat race and heading for the country.